0: Hello.
1: Hello. How are you? Good. Good. Got a song for you.
2: Oh, do you? The Itchy
3: and Scratchy Show!
2: Oh, my God. Where do you itch? Wherever the Poison Ivy is, pretty much everywhere. God.
1: I'm sorry. Look at you. You're so cute when you're upset. <laughs> <laughs> so you itch real bad.
2: Not real bad, but bad enough. I did last week. It was bad.
1: How how much of your body's covered?
2: Uh, my arms, a lot of my arms, my legs. And there's a lot on my stomach.
1: And what are you putting on it? My
2: feet. Um, oh crap! Hyd- like some kind of pharmacological hydrocortisone stuff, and taking prednisone and some other anti-itch stuff. Okay. that I can't remember the name of it. Does it begin with the T and have a tube with a red bottom? Well, my bottom's not red. Is that what you're asking? <laughs> <laughs> it will be when I, I paddle I, it. I, I didn't get it on my butt. Oh, that stinks.
1: Yeah. Too bad. Mm, not that you got it on your butt, but your butt No, I don't stinks. think
2: – no, it's, there's three medications. One is for – there's an oral – well, they're both oral, I guess. Not oral, but there's a <laughs> pill. I love listening, listening getting, to you talk It's getting a little dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I love when you talk oral. There's a pill for itchiness, and then there's a cream to put on the stuff. Just spray my cream all over my body, Kevin. So you're taking a cream because you itch. That's right. I got that itch for some cream. I bet you
1: did. <laughs>
2: Am I right, ladies? <laughs>
1: um, how, does, uh, how does one get this much poison ivy all over their body? Did you just I think- lay down and roll in it?
2: No, I think what happened was well you told me that you usually get it from uh weed whacking. Weed whacking, yeah. I did that, but I did that Naked. before I went on vacation last month. So that was earlier in the month, but then when we came back from vacation, I think the second time I cut the grass, we had some big old tree weeds growing up through the deck. Yeah. And I knew I was even thinking at the time, it's like I wonder if there's poison ivy back here. So I went inside and I put on, you know, those blue nitrile gloves. Yeah. I put those on. <laughs> to get the weeds out cuz i had to use a, a cutter and everything yeah so i got all the weeds out dragged them over to the the back of the shed where we put all our cuttings and stuff and then what i think was I, I i don't remember putting the gloves on i know i didn't put regular gardening gloves on but sarah said i put the blue gloves on the only thing i can think of is that i got it on the gloves sarah with the because,
1: blue gloves blue gloves blue gloves right blue gloves.
2: <laughs> well it would be me with the blue gloves. oh yeah that's right <laughs> But there's like, when I take off, I was wearing my short socks because it was hot. So I, I, I usually, Fergis, short I take off. Shut up. I take off. <laughs> yeah, you know, the ones that don't come up over my cap. I <laughs> yeah, I got the, you. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Fergie's got his short
1: socks. He's got his short socks on. <laughs>
2: so so I, think, I think it was on the gloves because... I usually take off my shoes and socks before I come in the house. And there are these giant welts, like right where I would take off my socks, where I put would put my thumb to take my socks off. Ew. And then it must have gotten through the gloves a little bit because uh, I, I guess it touched me, too, in some places because my arm is a big mess. And I had like little like sh- strips of it everywhere. I but hate. then and they came up first and they were all blistery and, you know, really Popping up blisters and yellow pus running down my arm and shit like that stuff like that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then it would c- slowly come up like on my stomach. There would be just the red splotches under my eyes. It was all red and splotchy. Oy. so yeah, I must have I must have taken the gloves off and rubbed my hands and had a little residual oil on there from the poison ivy.
3: The itchy and scratchy show.
2: It's not as scratchy when I take the medication and put the cream on, so it's it's okay. Yeah. The, the, now it's it's starting to scab. Yeah. It's just flaking, flaking off. And your your house is dusty. Yeah. Well, that's what dust is, isn't it? Dead skin. Dead skin cells piling up. Yeah, but this is a little chunkier, this, this dead skin. <laughs> and thank God it's not all the, the – they're not as angry red as they used to be, so well, that's, that's good. good. And it doesn't hurt as much in the shower. Ew. Well, that has nothing to do with the poison ivy, so... <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you get it on your wee little weaver? Do you have not, it on your wee I'm little weaver? I'm not going to say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for coming out. How are you doing? How are you? All right. Well, now, coming at you, pre-recorded live, right here in KMAX Studios... In the heart of Connecticut, in association with Del Mar Valle. Are you ready for the silliest and the goofiest show around? And now your hosts
2: are and Berg. Hey, Ferg. Hey, what's up? Ferg, thank you for coming all the way over. Sure, thanks for having me. This is Bab Sherman. And also
3: Sal, the Sal. Hey, Zordan, Ida. This is Sal, the Oh, yeah.
1: Tonight's secret word is Atari. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 53 titled Itchy and Bitchy. <laughs> <Great. laughs> this is a podcast about nothing and everything all at once, pre-recorded live right here in the heart of Connecticut in K-Max Studios in association with Mar Valle. That's me. That's Fergan Murgatroyd. Remember tonight's secret word is Atari um, I just want to take this time to say hello to my friend, who is very itchy, not too itchy yet, but we'll see <laughs> how tonight goes. <laughs> I do feel bad for you. I have had poison ivy so bad. Every time that I get poison ivy, my face swells up, even if it's not on my face. Really? My Ooh. face swells up. That's uh, bad. I told you before, my mom had it in her lungs from someone burning it next door. Ugh. She got rushed to the hospital and had to be put out because of the torture I cannot imagine, and she survived it. Yeah. Oy, that's just terrible. Yeah. So,
2: how are you, Fergie Pergie? Uh, I'm doing better. I don't have the – the, the worst part was going to work with the you know my skin bubbling over. <laughs> <laughs> Looking like some and, kind of toxic Avenger. Yeah, and I had to put like a big um, uh, sterile gauze pad on it because I didn't want all the People gooey to pus it. to get into the bread and stuff. And I don't think that helped.
3: When did you start serving custard?
1: This is delicious.
2: <laughs> mm. Oh, I itch. Yeah. God, well, I actually, I found I thought it was contagious, but I found I looked up looked it up, and it's not. Yeah, you can only get it from the oil.
1: You can get it from the oil, but I think the blood of the impure can make it into the <laughs> blood of the innocent, therefore causing uh, what they call krochich.
2: Okay, krochich, Ferg. No, you can't. You can't get it. It's not. It's not contagious. So don't listen to Kevin. Oh, um, <laughs> thank God.
1: Yeah. Well, before we continue, I have one thing very important to say. And you, sh- you should hold yours
2: up, too. Do you still have yours? Uh, it's in the other room, yeah. But oh, it's the same as yours. Ladies and hold gentlemen. It up, hold it up for all our listeners to see, <laughs> Kevin.
1: <laughs> what I'm holding in my hands right here is a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Ferg has one, too on in Delaware. I it, do. Well, it happens to be a shipping document. It is a shipping document. Yes, um, this has to do with the food delivered to both you and me from one doctor,
2: Kevin McLaughlin. Yes, thank you, doctor. Thank you, doctor. You the, the
1: cure for the cure for what else? Yeah, the <laughs> cure for the uh, the fat and hungry. Yeah. Um, he sent us Omaha steaks. God bless you, Kevin. Thank you so very much. Uh, perfect time for you because of your poison ivy and all your bitching. And uh,
2: <laughs> I, I rub all the, I took the dry ice and rubbed it on the poison. <laughs> did <stuff>. you? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I did
1: with the dry ice? I dumped it in the sink and then poured water on it because I was just curious. And then yeah. I looked online and realized you're not supposed to do that because <laughs> you're not supposed to breathe the fumes. Of course, all my no. windows are open already because it's yeah. beautiful up here. And then I was like, no, let me put it back in the bag. But before I do that, let's see what else it does and uh i had some fun in the house for a while but um well, good good yeah kevin thank you so much so much stuff
2: thank you yeah it
1: was a lot of stuff so our labor day weekends are going to be fat and filling and god bless you kevin and they already
2: I, have been i haven't so opened mine for yet dinner. we're waiting for, had it for lunch this morning and dinner tonight <laughs> oh gosh all of it you're finished already no no, no. <laughs> the cakes the cakes are gone but oh no what well, is it? it was for both. We both split them. So. Chocolate mousse? Chocolate? No, it was like a chocolate mousse. Yeah, you're, you're right. You're right. You're right. And there was a raspberry one. Oh, my God. A lemon meringue one, which <gasps> I really liked. <gasps> and then um, tiramisu, which I love tiramisu. So that was good, too. <sighs> <sighs> and I think there were four little uh, like finger cakes of each of those. They were good. Gross. Um,. So you've had pu- thank you Kevin from the bottom yes, of my heart. Yes, thank you so much Kevin. It's not absolutely not necessary, but we thank you very much. Now, hold up on the not so necessary <laughs> comment. There's no
1: reason for that. No, thank you so much Kevin it means a lot. Yeah. We uh, love you Kevin. Thank you.
2: Hey, Ferg. Hey, uh, Kevin. Um, any any birthdays going on in your area? Why yes, Kevin. Today is my darling wife's birthday. Sarah's birthday. <laughs> Alright. Yeah. Sarah. Happy birthday. <laughs>
1: happy birthday, Sarah. <laughs> she turns I love her very much. You should cuz she's an awesome lady. 25? She is. 25, 26, yep. 25. Yep. Um I guess she she is currently away for the weekend. <laughs> where did she left you on yep. her birthday
2: again? <laughs> well, th- she goes to, with her parents every year to the um, bluegrass festival in Woodstown in New Jersey I think this is starting so, to bother me because
1: every time I've talked to you she
2: hasn't been around well it was just this time and the last time uh-huh. she, so she's having fun they, w- it, they went to a good diner what dinner did, tonight what did you so, do she with, just left today what would you do with Sarah what do you mean where's Sarah <laughs> she's at the Woodstown Bluegrass Festival Kevin <laughs> Ferg. Yes? Look me in the eye. All right. She's in the crawl space. (laughs) No, she's not in the crawl space. (laughs) I
1: I love you, Sarah. (laughs) I love her, too, by the way. That was, uh, we should tell everybody, we finally met face to face again.
2: Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah.
1: We got to see each other and see what we look like up close. It's not as good looking as Skype. And t- no, it's more 3D. We don't, we
2: don't see our stomachs in the sky. <laughs> Didn't I tell you that,
1: too? I said, you look so different in 3D.
2: I probably. <laughs> and I we, take up more space in 3D. <laughs>
1: <sky>. <laughs> but we had fun, and you walk really fast. Do I? Well, yeah, I guess because I'm a, I'm a cripple. Sorry. But yeah. I could not keep up with you when we were walking around town in Leesburg.
2: Sorry. Where did we eat? Windy City? I think it's called Windy City Hot Dogs or Red Hots or something like that. Windy, Windy City, City Red, Red Hots, maybe. Hots. Yeah, it was good.
1: Very good. I Thank it. you so yeah. much. And the noises that came out of me afterwards. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm sure your sister appreciated that. Duh.
1: That's why you're on the couch. <laughs> so we, we met uh, in Virginia. He came to help. I gave him a drum set. Most of you know that. You saw yes. that on Facebook. Um, I miss it already. The more I think about it just sitting in your house not being I, used.
2: Well, I haven't had a chance to get to it yet, Kevin. I got to get a key. I don't have a key anymore. And make um,
1: one. Do you think that early drummers had keys? No, they made them out of stone and metal.
2: Okay. They, they also forged didn't have, it. Uh, yeah. Oh, I guess they did have
1: skins, huh? Yeah, they made skins. They if they didn't have skins, they found them. If they didn't yeah. take them from animals, they took it from loved ones. Where's Sarah? <laughs> <laughs> um. And but then I got to get a I got to get a snare drum. Yeah. I I wish I still hadn't. Go ahead. I had an extra. Oh, you did? (laughs) I found it when I came home. I I found the extra, and it wasn't really for that kit, but I purchased one for that kit. Did you? And I forgot I had it, and I'm sorry.
2: No, that's all right. I still wish I had mine from when I was a kid. It was a Ludwig. (laughs) Oh,
1: okay. That would have fit perfectly with that set. It would have,
2: yeah. You can get one. I'll find one, yeah. My dad, I I really appreciate this. Uh, He saw the picture I posted and said that when I'm ready that he would get the symbols for me. So that's pretty awesome. Awesome.
1: Yeah, thank very you, sweet. Dad. Yeah, thank you very much, sir. Yeah, back to birthday. So, Sarah, happy birthday. Sarah yes. is much taller in person, ladies and gentlemen, and it freaked me out. Really, you think so? I think so. You were taller oh. in person, of course, but to see Farah, Farah, <laughs> um, <laughs> to see Sarah just threw me a loop. I couldn't believe th- that. She was that tall for some reason. And the pictures, when you guys are together, she yeah. stands maybe armpit to you. And, yeah. and uh, it's freaky to see her. And she's, she's pretty tall. And it was yeah. freaky. I was, It scared me at first. I was like, please don't <laughs> hurt me. I hid next to my sister. We all play
2: pool. That was fun. Yeah, you lost. Well, I scratched on the eight ball. Didn't That's I? It. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. Yeah, that was fun.
1: And it was really nice to see you, so that's how I'm doing. That yeah. that'll be how am I? And that's I, how I am.
2: I appreciate the drum set No End. And, and Thank I Thank you very much. I can't wait till you play it. No end. Yeah. Well, uh my money's a little tight, so it's gonna be a while. No, that's fine. <laughs> I have I, I have been looking on the Facebook groups for stuff, so and
1: do you you check you do Craigslist and eBay, yeah?
2: Uh eBay not not so much uh craigslist i haven't really looked at no um craigslist is pretty
1: good for local music goodies yeah ebay i'm starting to get into because i finally figured out that there's a purchase now or a buy now button so you don't have to sit there and go through all the stupid bidding you finally <laughs> figured that out <laughs> it i know i'm an idiot <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: but yes i finally came across that button and button it, because I they're not all
2: the, buy it now but some of them A lot of them are these days.
1: It took me a while. I do want to wish quick birthday wishes to Greg Varney, who is an incredible podcaster and an incredible uh, pastor as well. And a heart of gold and he can sing and he can play music and he's like a man of many talents. It's like wrapping up everything in one person. He's a sweet guy. And my buddy, Nancy, who uh, I deliver to, and she's a sweetheart and she's funny and upcoming birthdays, Brian Shaneer, the gentleman who took me up to, uh, to Vermont and is taking oh, nice. me again. I don't mean to yell at you, but I'm excited. And upcoming again, uh, before we record again, Heather Bates McCoy, the wife of good old Doug McCoy. Her birthday's coming up to to them. I'd, and my buddy Terry. And uh, my buddy Trip.
2: And uh, we could go on. But I
1: won't. Oh, gosh. Uh, Melissa. Can Ed- I
2: go on a little bit? Yeah,
1: if you have friends there.
2: Yeah, I do. I have, uh, my friend David, uh, who I met through my podcast, he sent me the Android phone that well just worked as a Wi-Fi thing, yeah. which I really appreciate. Thank you, David. I actually have a... Uh, smartphone now android actual phone it's got to be a fun feeling yeah it is and also uh happy birthday to RJ who um on atari age uh i there was a thread called <laughs> the secret word is atari
0: <laughs>
2: okay so he's uh, on that uh, forum, he uh, start, He was on a, a thread called the Two Worthy Video Game Podcasts, and they talked about all these d- different video game podcasts that were coming out, and what they liked and what they didn't like, and he helped a lot in how, happy, my, happy birthday how I enjoy. did my show. So thank you to RJ, and happy birthday. And, th- and that's all in your collection? Yeah, all that's coming up tomorrow. All right, well, here... Uh, <laughs>
1: It's ready. Happy
2: birthday.
1: You know what I love doing to irritate my wife?
0: <laughs> Everything.
1: <laughs> not only that, it gets her every time. I, I, I'll go, honey, look. And what I'll do is I'll lie in bed with the blankets up to my neck, and I'll just look straight up at the ceiling. And it drives her freaking crazy <laughs> because I'm not doing anything. But I go, honey, look, 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 look. Uh-huh. And I'll just sit there and not move. <laughs> and I'll be like, did you see it? And she's like, would you shut the hell up? <laughs> that is so childish. As, honey, you looked. it makes her so mad. So if you really want to irritate your wife, just do that. Just lay there. It's almost oh, like yeah. I call it reverse planking.
2: <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> you're lying yeah. on your back. Ir- irritating my wife is real good for our marriage. So I do that quite often.
1: Uh, they're not going to go anywhere. They need you. <laughs> I'm, I always tell her, "You go ahead and try to do better." And then she's gone for a couple of hours. She always comes back. Too much stuff here. Okay. She might do better, but then she has to move the stuff, and she doesn't want to.
2: <laughs> All right.
1: Hey, shall we do anything exciting?
2: Yes. <laughs> Live world. It's time for something
0: exciting. What?
1: It- <laughs> I almost spit up my coffee on the. What? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm sure it's going to be right on time on the recording too. Sure. So anyway, uh next week, uh I'm gritting my teeth. I'm going to Atari Party East. <laughs> so my friend Bill started this out in uh California and uh he ended up moving. I, I always wanted to go. They used to have people from that company yeah. on at, at the gathering and they would play all the different systems that that company put away, put out. And um he had a library. You know, it was a public library, so everybody could come. Yeah. Uh, my friend Bill on the East Coast, who lives um, pretty close to where I grew up, yeah, is having a, a an invitation only party because it's his house and it's his uh, home arcade. So, oh, wow. I, yeah. So that's next weekend. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. I'm going to be bringing some stuff. I think my 7800 and um, my Aladdin controller if I can get it working because I screwed it up. So, <laughs>
1: that'll be pretty cool. Now, um, all of these? Do you just have to bring games for that system,
2: or what do you do? Well, he's going to try to have um, every Atari <laughs> 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 and computer set up, and I don't think he has a seventy-eight hundred, which is why he asked me to bring one. Plus, he's got a bunch of uh, arcade games, and we're just going to play—you know—talk and play games. That's basically. Oh, that'd be cool. Basically, all it is. What would yeah, you, What we'll would you guys up. talk about when y'all get together? Um stuff from that company.
1: <laughs> what? I don't understand what you're saying.
2: <laughs> Atari. The secret word is Atari. That's right. So I'm really excited to go and I'm going to be meeting a lot of people that I've been talking to for um, years, you know, through the podcast, so that that'll be fun. That'll be very fun. I'm you- a little nervous because that's how I get, you know, with this kind of thing, but I'm what, excited. To- what podcast do you do? I do the 2600 Game by Game podcast.
1: What does that have to do with?
2: It has to do with the 2600.
1: No, the, the Don't
2: be gratuitous.
1: Gratuitous. <laughs> One of the seven deadly sins.
2: Yes, I think so, gratuity. <laughs> it's 80, 80% of the seven deadly sins. <laughs>
1: well, my exciting came in the mail. Yeah. With my guitar hooks, that didn't work. I put my guitars. Actually, you can see. Oh yeah, you see cool. them all up on the wall. Yeah, yeah, those are ten-inch penny nails <laughs> <laughs> holding them puppies up because I bought guitar hooks, uh, ten of them, uh, from the uh, the Amazon. Have you heard about the Amazon, there, Ferg? Do the what now? The Amazon, the jungle, the not the jungle. It's a, a website. They just recently bought Whole Foods. Oh not partial. That's right, I heard. That's right, um, yeah. And they really dropped the prices nice in our area. 43% down. What? Yeah. They did an incredible oh. job. They're they're kicking the crap out of everything. Stop and shop customers are leaving because Whole Foods has it forty-three percent cheaper. It's awesome. But anyway, uh guitar hooks. So I bought ten of them. I put two of them up and the guitars fell off the wall. That made oh, me, no. that made me mad. So um, I took the guitar hooks and put them in a bag and saved them for another day because I'm just putting it in drywall, and I should have known. But they had the drywall screws, and I figured that would work. No, it just made big gaping holes in the wall. The
2: mollies? Like the molly things with the plastic uh, base? The password is Molly. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I never knew they were called mollies. That's what my father-in-law calls them. I didn't know
1: that either. So. Neat. Uh, yeah, the mollies didn't work because I guess this drywall is very old or something. I don't know. Uh, and uh, so I put them up with uh, that. But in that package, aside from that Amazon story, the this is what came in Amazon. I can't. You, you got to. It's, it's I, in I, the I, show notes, damn it. Well, you have to say it. This Breaking one and two. <laughs> It's a DVD, it's a Blu-ray of the movie wow. Breaking from 1980. What? 5 4 3 I, 2. I don't know. This is from 1984. And check out these special features from Breaking and Breakin' 2. Okay. And they'll tell you something personal about this movie. This has a new commentary with Bugaloo director Sam Firstenberg. Okay? Firstenberg? Firstenberg. Thank you. Actor Aldolfo Shabadoo. Oh, Cranks. Quino. No. Quinos. Quinasin. Quinson. Oh, Quinonis. Quinet. Maven. <laughs> <quinsin, laughs> uh And Bugaloo editor Marcus Manton. That's easy enough. The Elements of Hip Hop. Uh-huh. The Culture of Hip Hop. That's a whole other segment. Not anything right. to do with the Elements of Hip Hop. Shout outs. That's what they just go, Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. (laughs) And Living Legends montage and then the original trailer. The reason that this movie has such a fondness in my heart is because of the gentleman that danced with that broom. And you know how the broom floated in the movie? Gene Kelly? Yeah, this ain't going to work. Michael Chambers, who played... Uh Turbo in the movie, who now is 49 years old. He was born in 1967. But he in breaking and the, and Michael Buckaloo Shrimp Chambers is is another name that he has. He taught me how to break dance at TJ through my father paying him $70. Really? My father paid him $70 for me to learn this. <laughs> and look at this, I learned this too.
2: All right.
1: It's all in the eyes, dude. Look at my eyes when I did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't know about that. You don't know I about know. that. I don't. 70 bucks is what the course costs, and he actually, my dad paid for it. Of all the wow. things that he ever did for me, he paid for my breakdancing course. I'm out of breath. One second. <laughs> But yes, I learned from Michael Chambers when I was a kid And he's in Breaking 1 and Breaking 2 And I think that's just amazing Wow, I danced too much, I'm sorry, Ferg <laughs> That's okay So that's my exciting what, what are you doing? Why are you looking over there? Uh,
2: uh, can you hang on one second? Uh, hang, hang on one second, I'm sorry Sure on.
1: I hope you come back Ferg, he, Ferg had an, a concerned look on his face And then he got up and left is Sarah home? Is the tape coming off of Sarah's arms? Let's listen intently as we see what happens. I'm so nervous. So how's everybody been? He's coming back. He's getting his headphones. He's putting All on. All right,
2: it sounded like the door opened.
1: Ferg does this when he's alone at home. <coughs>
2: Okay. Oh
1: God! I said to the nice listening audience that you had to reapply the tape because
2: Sarah was getting out. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, It did. It did sound like there was a noise coming (laughs) from (laughs) downstairs.
1: The call is coming from inside the house. (laughs) So, oh God! (laughs) So that's it. Breaking. I love it. Breaking Two's on here. I don't think I've ever seen Breaking Two because I was out of breakdancing by the time that came out. Yeah. Yeah, But I was good at it. We took cardboard down to the supermarket and I danced in front of everybody and they threw coins at us. Not in the hat, but they threw them at us.
2: (laughs) That's funny. Hey, Ferg. Hey. You ready for the listener mailbox? Oh, boy, am I, Kevin. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Please
1: Stand By Listener Mailbox. Please enter code seven
3: one four zero eight nine three seven two to continue. Listener mailbox in progress. Enjoy your mail.
1: Well, here we are again. Thank you, voice. I went ahead. What did you say? Said thank you, voice. <laughs> oh, thank you, voice. <laughs> every every show I put online. Please ask us anything. Today I said. Ferguson and I are recording another fine episode tonight of Please Stand By. We would love to hear from you and your loved ones. If the answers in your future, please ask us. Is it about your love life? Ask us. Is it something like a dispute between you and your spouse? Ask us. If you need a lawyer, don't ask. Don't ask. So we did. We got a bunch of likes, I'm surprised, more than questions. No, we got a good amount. Oh, you liked it. That was nice of you to like this. (laughs) Matt Daly says Mighty Matt D Matt D He says The first couple of times I heard Bob Shermack and Sal LaSalle, I thought they were different people Now the illusion has been shattered How do I move on? I wonder if you really thought that
0: <laughs> I don't
1: know, Matt No, Matt's pretty smart Well, Matt, I, I know that feeling And I just want you to know that We made up Mark David Little we did. He does not exist at all.
2: No. Uh, no. It's Kevin and I get together and do the Tube Tunes podcast. And that's right. Our voices yeah. mix together, and we, right, we, we and try to talk in unison. Right. We put it through a Fairchild
1: limiter, and then it comes and out sounding like that. Perfect. Every single time. That was an expensive one. Thank you, yeah. Kevin McLaughlin, for that Fairchild limiter. Exactly, yeah. It came with the Omaha Steaks. Yeah. And then Montgomery Scott says, How do you think I feel? My wife's
2: suing me for wrongful medication. (laughs) medical. (laughs) Help me out. Did she read that? Wrongful (laughs) medical detention. (laughs) What does that mean? Well, it means he's going to lose the case. Oh, okay. Because uh, we just told you
1: what is up. I I apologize to him, but I said, Mm. we'll we'll tell you what's up. Ferg and I, Unison, Tube Tunes, ours. TubeTunes.net. It's a
2: great podcast. that You should really check it out. Really check it out. You're up. Oh, okay. This is from Brian, roboticist, host of the wonderful uh, Toys R Us. Wait, what's it called? <laughs> Toys R Us Report. I see robot Toys stuff. R Us Report. Why? <laughs> oh, sometimes I blank out. Like the time I couldn't remember my co-worker's name when I was introducing her to my wife. <laughs> At least you know what game system you use, right? Yes. What is it? Uh, so it's just, uh what... Brian from the Toys R Us report, I'm ignoring you, Kevin, says, Ferg, what is a lobster roll and can you get them at Crabtown? Well, a lobster roll is a roll with lobster in it, specifically a hot dog roll. Mm-hmm. And no, you cannot get them at Crabtown because the lobster roll is more from Maine. And uh, Crabtown is in Maryland and Maryland is more like uh, crab cakes. Yeah, it seems like uh, you have the uh, in Maryland,
1: well, I had in Maryland too, the Baltimore. Aquarium area that was the uh, what was that called? The Baltimore Wharf, the Baltimore, uh, the,
2: yeah, Fadley's.
1: And uh, you could get seafood there. I've gotten sick every single time I've eaten at really? Baltimore Harbor. At the Baltimore Harbor, every time I've gone, I've gotten sick. And uh, I'm sorry, businesses along the harbor, but you, <laughs>
2: you, I, I went to Fadley's there, it was really, really good, really, but they're really expensive. Lobster rolls are expensive and uh crab cakes are expensive. Do you have lobster rolls at your McDonald's because we do? No, you guys, we don't have them. I saw them in Maine, but there I would not buy a lobster <laughs> roll in McDonald's. It's only 7 bucks. <laughs> yeah, that's why. If you open up the lobster roll
1: and you and you put it to your ear and listen really close. La
3: la 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 la.
2: Okay. So good. Okay. Okay, so uh, Brian goes on to say, "I think i meant pork roll." <laughs> <laughs> oh! In which case, is a delicious pork treat from Trenton, New Jersey. Case, pork roll, baby, all the way. Taylor, ham, all the way. Oh, I'm sorry. I t- See, we pretend to argue no, like that. No, I, I did have Case, and it was, it was actually very good. I liked it. So. Yeah, we, we
1: argue like that because together, that's why there's three names of Mark David Little. Right. Because he plays Mark, I play David, and together, it makes the whole word smaller, Little.
2: Yeah, we called it Little because... Putting the two of us together is absolutely not little, so we wanted. It was to like a play on words. Us, it, it was a play on words that made us feel better. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: so,
1: Jim Goble asks Atari. Yeah! <laughs> Jim Goble says, "Don't you think that if this was a TNA episode?" That more people would be interested instead of the Q and A he's talking about. Not
2: not an R T and A. I think I have more A than T. What do you have? Um, hmm, that's a good question. Probably more T. Yeah, you have navi navi nipples. Yeah, but I was I noticed when I it, it, it's a lot more noticeable when you had to put cream all over your body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Am I right, lady?
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. Your turn uh, for
0: Philip Curry.
2: <laughs> Philip, do either of you believe in ghosts? See, now this is a weird question because I, I will answer this seriously. Please. When I, uh, maybe about 10 years ago now, um, my co-worker was really sick. Yeah. And she was in the hospital. Uh, she smoked. I don't know if she had um, emphysema. I don't think she did. God bless her. But, way. Yeah, she was really sick. And uh, I work at night, as most people know so i'm by myself. Shh.
1: wow <laughs> i feel like i'm talking to uh, the fawns
2: yeah so i work by myself and every once in a while i hear a noise or something that freaks me out and the, you know oh, the hairs on the back of my neck stand up and i don't know what it is so there's this one night i was working when she was in the hospital and i thought i saw somebody walk by when i was by myself that looked like her but it didn't freak me out, and then my other coworker came in that morning and told me that she had passed away. that Oyie. night. Yeah. So I don't
1: you know, I don't know. So your answer basically is the same as it was before you just wasted everybody's <laughs> time on that story.: Sure.: No, I think what you're That's saying: No, I think what you're saying is the possibility: I is quit. Pretty, I'm out, dude, come on. What are you going to do? Your other podcast titled
2: <laughs> "The Atari Twenty Six Hundred Game by Game Podcast." Atari by Atari. Oh God! It's by Atari.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, now listen. You told that story, so obviously you do have some belief in it. And if that's yeah. if you if it if that's when people ask you about ghosts, and that's the first story you think about, that's yeah, the only one I have. That's fine. That can count. Yeah. So, yeah, you think that's a possibility. Here's my only one that makes me think that it's a possibility. Driving to work in a car that my dad left me when he passed away, which happened to be his mother's, which I really didn't want it. I really wanted the Impala from 2000 that he bought. That was mint condition and perfect. But, no, that goes to his uh, new wife. Why? I don't know. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. (laughs) But my point being that I ended up with the, uh, it was a Ford Taurus. From 1987. Mm-hmm. it was basically the same Taurus that Robocop drove in the first movie. That was a black I Ford Taurus. Sorry, it I, only was seen, I only saw it
2: once back in the eighties. I don't remember. Spray
1: paint. We have it. You can not list a, every Atari game by name. Guy. I'm
2: not a car guy. I'm sorry,
1: but you can list them at all. <laughs> but my point is, I'm driving the car down the street <laughs> on the way to work too, and that's uh-huh. what made this even worse. And uh, the I was driving to work, and I said something out loud, like, thank you, Dad. I guess I do need this car right now because my other car hit the dust. And, uh, and I remember saying that out loud. Thank you, Dad, because I guess I did need this car, kind of, you know, like nonchalant, jokingly. And an uh, overwhelming smell of brute entered the car, which is what my dad Aye. wore all the time. Yeah, and I mean, like, overwhelming. And, uh, yeah. like, somebody spilled the bottle on the car. Yeah, and uh, I look over next to me, and it felt like something was sitting there, and I just I overcame with a wave of emotion. I said, "Dad, not now. I'm going to work. I just can't." And it, it felt like, and I started crying, and it felt like something got sucked away from me. Like really? he knew he scared me, kind of. Aww, so he just yeah. took it all away. And unfortunately, uh, I haven't had it that strong again since. So I think I missed yeah. an opportunity, which would have been neat. To experience uh, something, but uh so do I believe in ghosts? I think the possibility is there i 'm a huge believer that why would you waste your afterlife here if you can have something somewhere else? yeah, you know, afterlife, whatever you want to call it, but why waste here you know if uh if if there is such a thing as becoming a ghost, you should be able to go to where the ghosts go,
3: where the cool ghosts go. Oh
1: so, yeah, that's my thought. Sounds good. So now we go on to Sean Courtney, who asks this question. When somebody dies, why do people say, God rest uh, the person's soul, quote unquote, when it's the body that is resting, but the soul lives on? Oh, mon frere contraire, my dear derriere. I swear. <laughs> what?
2: Are you having a stroke? <laughs> I smell toast.
1: Um, it is a great question Sean when, Now this is again This is a question more for uh, uh, Doug and myself for The, the, pastor, and and the, the, the pastor and the pappy uh, But the question is here And we have to answer it So I will do so in thusly and uh, vigorously The soul does not rest The soul carries on The body rests I don't know how to answer this right. Let me read the question again. <laughs> when someone you're, dies, why do people you're basically say
2: "agree with him"?
1: <laughs> God rest your soul is what you'll hear. God rest his soul, because all right, this is why. When someone says my name, let's say Ferg passed away. Now I do the podcast on just by myself. Please stand by. It becomes utter boring. But I say, well. My co-host would be for God Rest His Soul because I mentioned his name, therefore I stirred something in him after he passed away. And he's probably going, what? What? Who? What? what, Who? What? What? And then I say, God Rest His Skull. Sk- skull. God skull! Rest His... Skull. <laughs> Just a little dip and keeps on ticking.
2: That's how I died mouth cancer,
1: from mouth uh, cancer. Mouth
2: cancer.
1: Yeah. Um, and I thought it was all the creams.
2: Yeah, and, a lot of creams, yeah. yeah
1: a lot of creams. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh... So that's it. I would think that you're stirring the person's soul when you mention them and that's why they say God rest so." soul. And normally normally here in the southern states like uh, someone passes away, uh, but how is how is Julius's family doing? God rest so. soul. Mhm. Did you answer the question? <laughs> yeah, I did. You're stirring the soul of the person that you're that's why they say God rest. His soul. Let's go on to the next one.
2: But what about the body?
1: The body? When it's the body that's resting, the body's resting. The body's decaying and turning into mush and Yeah, I guess it's not really resting. Bugs. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's just bones.
2: Nothing going on in that body. You are resting the bones. Shake that body. (laughs) My next. (laughs) Next up there, bud. (laughs) Eric Purcell, because I can't do, trail my r's. says, does Guy Fieri ever break down your front door demanding to get a first-class ticket to Flavortown? You bust out the Folgers crystals. We're rolling out. We're going <laughs> to Kevin's house, throwing on all his fucking Folgers crystals. You know we are. And what we're going to do is stop off and grab a cup and we're going to enjoy it. Then we're going to slather some donkey sauce on it and shove it in our mouth upside down. And then when we eat it, we're going to swallow it. No, we're right side up. That is on point. <laughs> <laughs> um, You said the name the right. Guy, it's not. Guy it's guy not. Fieri. Uh, Fieri. <laughs> Fieri, he says Fieri. It's Fieri. It's Fieri. It's, Fieri.
1: it's like not. Spaghetti. There's no. There's no Yeti in it. There
2: is. You see that hair he's got?
1: That's a wig. You can buy those. <laughs> he just cut off the brim of the baseball hat that it came with. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. The next question. Uh, did we answer that? Basically, the answer is no. No. <laughs> I'm not a big Guy Fieri fan. I do like the show. He could just. He could be a little over the top sometimes. And I, and I don't like people who call themselves Yetis just
1: because their hair is weird. Right. And any guy who cooks like that with ear piercings, you know that somebody's food is going to be crunchy. I've never seen him cook anything. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I think he just eats. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we do get a ticket, Class A ticket to Flavor Flavortown. <laughs> I think. No, we don't. Should we do?
2: Nope. <laughs>
1: All right, now we go on to Mr. Bill Winnington.
2: Who Ain't is no sunshine
1: when she's gone. What does that have to do? Not time? that, but, no? Okay, no, sorry. Oh, it's, uh, cause I get it, because Bill Winnington wrote that.
2: Yes! <laughs> la, la, la. La, la,
1: la. <laughs> That's pretty close. Who is your favorite actor slash actress? Well, mm. obvious, if you put the question like that, it's going to have to be Caitlyn Jenner. Come on, Ferg.
2: Come on. Come on. That is funny. Do you have a real answer? I think mine... Oh, Ploppus. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> you first, yes, and then I'll think. Um, I think it's... it's- for a while it was Michael Keaton, but then I got out of him, but now it's kind of circling back from, you know, what I've seen of him lately. Yeah. I've seen quite a few movies with him lately, so I like him a lot. Excellent choice. Yeah.
1: I kind of wish I picked that. Uh, (laughs) Let me think. Um, If I had to choose my favorite actor, and this is just like currently because of, uh, it changes depending on what I'm watching. Like sometimes depending on the movie, it's Jack Nicholson but it has yeah. to be like an incredible movie. Um although he gets a lot of crap, Tom Cruise can act. Yeah. Yeah, he can act.
2: He makes pretty good movies too. Yeah. If I had to pick one uh
1: like of all time, Jimmy Stewart hands down. Jimmy um, Stewart's good. Yeah. I like him. Um God, that's hard to answer. It is. It is. I said thank you, Bill. Uh you mean aside from yourself? And then he says, you flatter me, but I'm not an actress. <laughs> you have a favorite actress? Oh, yeah. The actress. We have to do that. You go first.
2: I, I think um, probably Julianne Moore because she – when you watch her – if you watch like Meryl Streep, it's like, oh, it's Meryl Streep. But if you watch Julianne Moore, you don't really think it's Julianne Moore. You think it's more the character. Does that make any sense? No, I completely understand. Yeah. You can get lost in Julianne Moore. Yeah she 's been a a lot, lot of good movies too. Uh, for me, uh, Barbara Streisand, really?
1: Yeah, I think she's a great actress, <laughs> not being funny and silly either. I really like her. Uh, otherwise, i don 't think women should act because uh, that 's not where they belong.
2: great <laughs> yeah. well, that isolated our uh, three women listeners.
1: <laughs> i 'm kidding, uh, surely I jest um, let me think. Uh, if I had to pick a good woman actor, although I'm really upset with how she's physically destroyed the way she looks, because she's so beautiful, and I mean was, uh, Nicole Kidman can
2: really act. She's, I haven't seen very many of her movies, actually, but I like the... Stepford Wives is one of my favorites. I haven't seen that one, which is the one I saw that I liked. Um, Jennifer Aniston is one hell of an actress. She's very good. Yeah, and she's
1: wonderful to think of. They could ever know.
2: I want to see um, nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Horrible Bosses. I heard that was really good. Not, you maybe haven't not seen the it? second one. No, I haven't. Oh, I've seen them both, and I love them both, and they're great. Yeah. Oh, I like Jason Bateman Kevin Spacey. A lot, but... He's a good actor. Oh, yeah. Kevin, Kevin Spacey's, Spacey's a great actor. Christopher right. Walken is a good actor, right. too. We're just going to be naming actors all night long, so oh, we got to stop. <laughs> John Travolta. He's Tony good. Danza. Tony Danza. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. Ride your taxi on the highway.
1: <laughs> I didn't know the words. Okay. So that's it. We we spent an hour on that.
2: Yeah, we did. <laughs> Thank you guys for your questions.
1: Oh, wait, there's three more. No, there's not. <laughs> well, now, Ferg, you want to do some good news? Let's do some good news, Kevin. Let's do it like we we do it like we did back in the day. That's
2: right.
3: Good news news, everyone. Uh-oh, I don't like the sound of that. Good news, everyone. Report to my bedroom for a private exhibition. Oh, great news, everyone. Shove it, we quit. Enjoy. Enjoy. <laughs>
1: All right, so we're going to talk about news. Sorry about clapping. There was a mosquito flying around. I hate mosquitoes because I don't want to catch anything, and I hate that. You know their blood is filled with toxins, not to mention tainted blood from other people, and that's how zombies begin. Isn't that true, Ferg? But
0: speaking that is of, absolutely true, yes.
1: Speaking of good news, you don't want to talk about that right now. Let's go ahead and start our good news with Ferg Ferguson, live from Del Mar, Hey,
2: Ferg, what do you got for us today? Well, actually, both of our good news comes out of bad news, but uh, I think we're trying to focus on the good part of it. So, I'm, I'm going to address that afterwards. Okay. Okay. So they both have to do with uh, Hurricane Harvey. Um, there was a, a Mexican bakery in Houston called El Balillo Bakery. Um, there were workers, four bakers that were working a late shift, yeah. which I can totally identify with. Uh, they could not leave the bakery because the water levels on the street got too high. So they just stayed and made bread and then distributed the bread around uh, the town to uh, the shelters and stuff, which was really, really nice Isn't of them that, to do. That is overly sweet. Yep, yeah. I thought that was really cool. It I made me feel good as a baker. What about a candlestick maker? What's your news, Kevin? My news happens to do with Anheuser-Busch.
1: Anheuser-Busch Brewery. Where does she hide it? <laughs> Say it again because I missed it, Ferg. <laughs> I said, where does she hide it? <laughs> So Anheuser-Busch Brewery put beer production on hold this week instead uh, to can their water to distribute to the flood victims uh, from Hurricane Harvey. More than 50,000 cans of emergency drinking water were sent from the brewery's company in
2: Cartersville, Georgia, which I think is freaking awesome. That's very cool, yeah, because I think some of the towns there, the water... it's shut off. It's, so yeah, it's obviously tainted.
1: and No good. What a mess. God bless everybody down there. Um, yeah, and uh, the tupas as well. Christopher yes. Tupas has been going. Yeah, through they're, okay. they're,
2: they're okay, okay. They didn't have. They've,
1: they've had a lot of. Poor Chris's back is out from all, doing all the work. He's been helping out. Yeah, that's good. And,
2: and uh, um, I went on. Uh, if you have any extra money and you want to donate to anybody in Harvey, you go to charitynavigator.com, dot com. I think it is. Mm-hmm. And if you go there, right on the homepage, i will have a bunch of different charities that you can donate to for the people in Harvey. Trustworthy? Yeah, it's a charity navigator site, so they tell you all the different charities that where the money goes and good. all that kind of stuff. Good, yeah, good,
1: good, because that's very important.
2: Transparency is important to the charity navigator. So Good, because there's a so, lot of suckers out there trying to... There are... Yeah, it happens every time there's a disaster like this. It's
1: always got them. And then the people are pretending they're cops and going out there and checking on people. So they made a curfew. And if anybody shows up after this hour, they ain't supposed to be showing up. Right. So that's very good. That's smart of the uh, governor, I think, or the mayor. Um, so yeah, prayers. And then what Ferg said, please visit the site. Um, you know what I could do is put that on the uh, show notes, too. Okay. That'll, that'll help beneficially.
2: This sounds good. Ferg, will you sing that song? You sing oh so well. Oh, this just in, Kevin. For Matt Lappy, Rue McClanahan, or B. Arthur. Hmm.
1: You know, I've given this plenty of thought before, and I figured both would give me a great time. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking about a Golden Girl sandwich. Oh gosh! <laughs> um, but if I really had to pick, I'd have to go. Unfortunately, sorry, Ru. You just don't do it for me. I'd have to go be Arthur. Something about yeah. tall women. Yeah, and she was mod. She was mod. And you just, you just all that, all that stuff that she
2: says. You just want to, you just want to tell her what's up, and you up. <laughs> you take her. And you say, look, you make let, let me ask a Sean Courtney type question about what you just said. Sure. If you have Rue McClanahan and Be Arthur and you, and it's a Golden Girl sandwich, that's not right. It would be a Kevin sandwich. True, because they were the bread. Right.
1: However, if I were to scissors them with my legs (laughs) and had their arms wrapped around...
2: After these messages, I'll be right back.
1: You want to know where you can go to get some really good movies and reviews (laughs) and things like that? (laughs) No. No. I think you should because it's a really good show. It's about it's called The Theater Cast. And what we do is talk about films and how they were made, why they were made, and how much money it cost to make them. And then we talk about if there should have been another one.
0: Oh, I think I've heard of that show.
1: What is it called? Theater Cast? With Lewis and Zerb. Come find it at www.zerbinator.wordpress.com or you can find it on iTunes under the name Theater Cast. Lewis talks too fast. Sorry. <laughs> Check it out. Lewis,
2: Lewis is hilarious. Man. He's I so funny. Lewis.
1: He is so naturally inquisitive. I guess is the word, or I don't yeah. know. I don't know what to choose. But he's a brilliant young man, and he knows his stuff. And I love. How old him. is he? He's he's around thirty nine. Oh, okay. five one two, five, two, three, four, 30. No, I don't know. Hmm. He's young. girl He's very funny. He is. He's a real brilliant guy. He is the man. Uh, the reason I have all these DVDs. He's the one who oh. uh, helps me pick out what I want. Him and Mr. Bill Winnington, as a matter of fact. Um, gotcha. Are very close friends, and they yep. they find movies, they put them aside for me, and go, You want this one? I'm like, Yeah, very thank you. Very cool. Very cool, That's guys. Cool. Yeah. All right, son. Yeah. For some movies. Th- yeah. Have you
0: seen
2: movies? Atari! Yeah! Favorite is Pee Wee uh, laughing at the end of that. That's my favorite. <laughs> Did I talk about Spider Man? No. Okay, so we went to see Spider Man at the theater when uh, we were up in Maine. My um, Sarah and I, my nephew and my brother in law went. My niece works at the theater. Oh, sweet! And, that helps with the ticket we got, prices. We got to go in for free, which is really great. <laughs> <laughs> so we bought some popcorn and stuff, but it was it was really good. I really I love Spider Man probably the only real marvel character ca- ca- calendar <laughs> marvel character that i really like um and i only i've only seen the first movie the with the uh, toby maguire oh i need to see, i would like to see the other ones i have them. i love you do want you? you want to come over sure okay. i'll be right there all right i love the tv show when i was a kid that hmm. doesn't get talked about too much anymore But this movie was really good. I like Tom Holland, the Spider Man. He was actually young, you know, like Spider Man's supposed to be (laughs) in high school. I I thought the whole um, Mira, not Mira Sorvino. What's her name? Uh, Dunst. Houston Dunst. No, no, she played Aunt May. She was in uh,
1: Sally Field, Marissa Tomei.
2: Marissa Tomei. That was a little weird. Marissa Tomei playing Aunt May. It was a little odd. Well, she's up there now, you know. He, well, not Aunt May up there. Aunt May is like an old, you know, old, I, like the the grandma from uh, Tweety Bird cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> she passed away recently, by the way. Oh, uh, June Foray, yeah. 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 I didn't know all the voices she did, too. She did a lot, yeah. Very cool. Anyway, go, go ahead. Spider-Man was really good. The, the theater chairs were very comfy. I enjoyed the movie. Is that the one you recline in? It was, I don't know what these were. They were amazing chairs. I've never sat in chairs in the movie theater like these. They were awesome. Did it have buttons to recline and like laser toys? No. no, I don't think so. I don't think, I think it was like, I don't know if it was reclining or not. I think it was just really, really nice. Plush. Pussy. It was more like vinyl, but plush, if that mm. makes any sense. Yeah, it's very cool. Mm. Very cool. What's your movie? I saw Devil's Candy. Now, I can't, I'm
1: confusing this with something else, so tell me what it's about. Uh, c- Cocaine, no, I'm kidding. It's about a struggling painter who is possessed by satanic forces after he and his young family moved to a dream home in rural Texas in this creepy haunted house tale. And I tell you what, it's very plain and ordinary by way of the look of the poster and the picture and plain and ordinary by the the uh description of the movie, great mm-hmm. movie, great acting, great everything. And the painting is is scary when he, he gets going on it. And oh, yeah? uh yeah, and it's uh I, I won't say it's realistic at all, but I'll <laughs> tell you who is really good in this. If you take a look at the cast and you'll see the pictures, uh click on good old his name is Pruitt Taylor Vince. He's awesome. This guy can act, and he scared me to death. Yeah, he's really good. He did such a good job of playing this gentleman that uh, is just lost in the head and has so many damages. And it's scary from the beginning, and I won't go through the whole film, of course, but i got to tell you this part in the very beginning of the movie. It shows him in a room, and he's hearing voices. He wakes up in his bedroom, and his eyes are rolling around, and you could tell right away there's something wrong with him because Pruitt Taylor Vince can act. Here's another yeah. good actor. And he's looking around, and then you hear the voices getting louder. He stands up, and he's, like, shaking his head, going, not again, not again. So he grabs this V guitar, this uh, V neck, uh, not V neck, um, what did they call Flying V guitars. And mm-hmm. he turns his Marshall amp real loud. He's just going, yeah. <laughs> trying to drown out the voices in his head. And he does it again and again. And the look on his face of, like, satisfaction and lunacy and uh, and his eyes, oh, he's so good. At Such a good actor. And then the uh, the uh, his mom comes in and goes, we're taking you back to the hospital. And then he gets a little crazy, and things change from that point on. But uh, well done. Just a really well done movie. It's on Netflix. Hit it if you wish. It's called Devil's Candy, and it's quite scary. It's really good.
2: Very good. Ethan Embry's in it from uh, That Thing You Do.
1: Yes, Ethan Embry was very good in this. He played an incredible different version of himself. Very heavy metal, very long hairy. And a lot of Metallica music in this movie, too, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it was pr- appropriate. It was so perfectly mixed into the movie and uh, how it was used and how, what was going on in the movie. And it, was just, it was really well done. Good movie. Good. I'm good. done. Glad you liked it. Me, too. It was really good. Hey, Fergie, you want to show me your towels?
2: Oh, I do, Kevin. Here we it's go. a little splotchy, though. That's all right. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I'll
1: show you mine if you show me yours. Show me, <laughs> show me yours, my man.
2: Okay, so this is a game called Tank Command for the Atari 7800. Wow. For the Atari 7800. I'm sorry, I'm... I was too busy looking at the game. Yes, this is a cartridge-only game that I own. That's pretty uh, cool. It came out in 1988, I want to say. Yeah. I can't remember exactly, but it's uh, one of two games that Frogo put out for the Atari 7800. Nice. Frago, I for don't the, know. A, for the Atari 7800. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I didn't pay attention.
1: <laughs> I am so sorry, everyone.
2: So Frogo was a company that put out a bunch of... Um, like... Um, Knockoff games for the twenty six hundred Atari twenty six hundred, yeah! but then for the Atari seventy eight hundred, yeah! the password now is anti disestablishmentarian <laughs> okay, yeah. They put out um, <laughs> uh, they put out two original games for the seventy eight hundred. This is one of them. This is the most expensive game for the Atari seventy eight hundred. Unfortunately is the only game that I do not have complete. I have every other 7800 game released in the box with the instructions except for this. What are you missing on that? <laughs> the box and the instructions. <laughs> and that's it. Oh. Yeah, they cost $100, so... What I got this... A PDF extra, just, file. Print out a PDF. It's not the same thing. It's not the same thing. Who's going to know? Uh, I will know. Nobody Everybody else, else that I know will know. Would. Everybody else at the Atari party will know. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> but it's just too expensive to buy another copy I, I got this one in uh delaware junk shop for five bucks so
1: that's not and bad I,
2: if i wanted to sell it i could probably sell it for upwards of 100 bucks by itself so wow yeah but wow. the the complete copy is a lot more money so i that's why i haven't been able to get it and that's in very good condition it is pretty good condition. The yeah. sticker is not all scratched up. It's shiny, from what I no, saw. No, it's pretty nice. Yeah, because people put it in and it's like, I'm not playing this crap anymore. <laughs> they put it away. <laughs> God,
1: thank God for that. Yeah, it's
2: good for the ones that collect it,
1: right? So, what is your show and tell, Kevin? Well, it's a quite a quite a cool thing to look at, but also to hear. So, all right. it comes with eight buttons, and I will play them in
2: sequence. Okay, why don't you play them in order instead? Well, all right.
1: That was button one. Now for button two. Channel open. (gasps) Oh. Button three. (gasps) Button four viewers away. (gasps) Button five. Battle station. (gasps) That was button six. Okay. That was button seven. <laughs> the old computer, that's button eight. It's a Star Trek desktop uh, pen holder and post-it note thingy <laughs> that my mother gave me a long time ago. Now, it's Star wow. Trek next generation um, apparel. I mean, it's set up like a next generation setup. But all the really? sounds are from the 1701.
2: I was going to say, I thought spy heard Spock in there. And you hear Spock with the...
1: Uh, um and then the old uh transporter. Yeah. The yeah. old computer. Yeah. And uh yeah. Channel yeah. open. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Sp- it's uh it's a chipmunked version of Spock. If I was to slow it down, you'd get the proper sound. But Oh okay. So yeah, and it runs on three batteries and it sits on oh, and it sits on your desk. Put it away. <laughs> and it makes a bunch of noise. So that
2: was my it show too. Yeah. Very cool. So that came out in the 80s when um, the this Next Generation came out? This I I got for my 21st birthday, I think, or 22nd,
1: so oh, 1992. Okay. Yeah. Um, if it came out before that, Mom just had it locked away and totally forgot about right. it. But when did The Next Generation start up? That was 90s. I think it was
2: 87 or something like that.
1: Okay, then. So, yeah.
2: Somewhere around there, yeah.
1: Then maybe. Cool. 87,
2: 88. Yeah, very cool.
1: Yep. And it's been sitting in the- I'm going to have a lot of show and tells now for yeah, a I know. while. I'm pretty hooked <laughs> yeah, up on big it. big
2: truck packed full of stuff.
1: <laughs> All right, Fergus Nergis, are you ready for music or music?
3: Yes. Have you Music!
2: What are you doing here, Kafira?
3: Well, i tell you what happened.
2: Okay.
3: I saw so me and Hector had a little falling out, a little disagreement. Okay. And uh, I just wanted to let you know that um, I'm sorry for what I have said to you, and I'm sorry that uh, we don't we would like us for to for to be friends, because I'm not looking for a relationship at the moment.
2: Okay. Well, I never was. So.
3: No, for Please let me tell you. <laughs> I don't think you understand what I'm saying. I want us just to be friends, so don't, yes. don't call me, okay?
2: I never have. Don't
3: call me, and also don't come and knock on my door at midnight doing the booty cough thing you do. Never
2: have. No, I never and have done don't that.
3: Don't talk about my sweet ass.
2: <laughs> I never have done that either. Don't
3: talk about, you know, do you have any sugar because you have that sweet ass? You know, none of that. No. And uh, I think we'll be fine. And uh, you know, I love you, and you'll come back to me one day. You shall see.
2: No. (laughs) (laughs) Wow,
1: dude! I thought she was gone for good.
2: Yeah, me too. Too bad she came back. (laughs) Wonder what happened to Hector. I don't know. (laughs) What'd you hear? Maybe Hector wised up. (laughs) Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> oh, you ain't
1: no. that just a whistling in the dixie, my friend <laughs> What in the world?
2: Alright, so I listened to this It's called The Monkeys by Request Ooh, new or old? It it's very old Oh. It's a three disc set um, It came out in 1989 It's on Arista Records Which I think they um, The Monkeys were on Cold Gems I think that Arista was the parent company at that point of Jams? I knew that Columbia or I don't know what I don't know how that works. I forget. I, but anyway, I, I this was that. like the first. Uh, I think Arista put out the first four albums here in America, but mm. this is a Japanese import, and I didn't know what it was when I found it at Vintage Vinyl in Ford's New Jersey in the early '90s. Is the music in English? Nothing's in English except for on printed on the disc. So this was sealed. So I was like, okay, I'll buy it. <laughs> it cost me like forty bucks, but I was like, yeah, well, it's the monkeys. So. This so is before it, Rhino started putting out the CDs. Oh, is it, the music's in Chinese too? No, Japanese, Kevin, he said. Oh, Japanese. Yeah, so, so. No, the, the, everything is in. The writing's all we'll in take Japanese. Take Okay. None of and that? Except for uh, the writing on the CDs and the music. Oh, okay. So it's got. It's basically kind of in order. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Your reaction to my. Stupidity is funny. Go yeah. on. <laughs> so basically they go, I think I think Davy Jones was the one who toured Japan the most yeah, after the monkeys broke up. And this was post you know when the, the big reunion happened. You can run and hide, but they'll find you. And there's a lot of Davy Jones stuff on here. Oh. <laughs> like pretty much every Davy Jones song is on this collection.
1: Because it was in Japan.
2: Yes. and yeah. they, they put it together. Mm-hmm. And they do a thing, I don't know. When I made mixtapes back in the eighties and stuff, I would make what I would do was I would make a list of songs in the order I wanted them to be in. Absolutely. And then I would record them. But if there was a song that I really loved that came at the end of the tape, I would go ahead and put that at the beginning of side two. <laughs> uh-huh. They did that with this. So on on this three CDs, so the first C D is, is the first two and a half albums. Ooh. And then they go back to the second album, I'm a Believer, on the second CD. <laughs> so it's all <laughs> out of order and stuff. <laughs> but it's a really good collection. Some of the mixes are different than, um, than they were released on the original records. And I haven't listened to it in a long time. I appreciate got that, this, though. Yeah. They, it's in the Fat Boy case, you know, the, the Fatboy Boy uh, double CD case. Yes, 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 yes. With the third uh, prong in there. But it's got this really groovy uh, foam insert between the two CDs. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: that's nice to keep them. done t- yeah. I've never seen that before.
2: Yeah, very nice. All right,
1: what'd you listen to? I listened to Steve Vai's Modern Primitive album, which came out June 24th, 2016. Uh, but this, this is Steve Vai's uh, kind of newest CD. He put it out with the uh, re-release 25-year addition uh, of Passion Warfare. And I love Passion Warfare. That's my favorite album by Steve Vai. This album is, you get to a point when you listen to Steve Vai albums that you start predicting how his music is going to go, just because, and I, I find that with a couple of musicians. Uh, Joe Satriani is another one who I think, I love Joe Satriani music, but I think there's a point where their creativity is replaced by their income. And it's like they just quit trying. Yeah. And uh, then they'll they'll sit down and they'll try to write a song and it sounds like almost 3,000 other songs they've written in the past. So this album seems to break away from it. The, this album, they did pretty good. There's uh, part one, two, and three of a song called Pink and Blows Over. And it's sort of like a weird frank zappa-esque type of thing considering okay. him, he was the guitarist for frank zappa so it's a frank oh, zappa right. yeah uh frank zappa-esque type of very long tune uh yeah. all together, i think it equals about 20 minutes um part one two and three and it's very interesting because i fell asleep and i woke up in the middle of it and i was like whoa this is an awesome song and i wasn't even on anything and then the rest of the album is like old steve I. it's uh mm. It's creative. It's all over the place a little bit. And I, from what I understand, I think some of these songs were throwaways from the original Passion of Warfare 25 years ago. But uh, he finished them up to make this new album called Modern Primitive because of the fact that it's old stuff and new stuff. Very cool. And yeah, there's a couple times you listen to it and go, okay, I get it. That's going to happen. It did. Okay, let's go on to the next song. <laughs> Maybe I'll be impressed. Do you ever get that with some musicians that you listen to nowadays that you listen to when you're a kid?
2: I I think for – I, it's hard because usually for me, I think I like something if I don't know what's coming next because I know a little bit of music theory yeah. and I know the changes that should come next. And if it's different, I'm like, oh, that's, that's cool. That's my point. Yeah, okay. That's
1: exactly my point. And I mean,
2: it was cool. Like, Steve Vai is one that breaks out of the realm of the
1: way to write a song. He always goes yeah. for some other land. But he's gone to the same lands for the last 25 years. <laughs> and it's like, come on. I know you can do better than this. Like, try a different rhythm. Yeah. Or try a different this, that. I don't know. It's me. You and know what?
2: I'm sorry. I, didn't. Go well, ahead, I was going to
1: say, Devin Townsend is one that that I love. Because if you really listen, there is so many layers of different things going on in every single song that break the boundaries of what you're supposed to do. Right. For a song. But go ahead. That's it.
2: I, I think you triggered a memory. Um, when I was uh, playing in bands in high school, I think it was probably '86 or something. Used to get Guitar World, maybe guitar player. I forget which, but they had um, the Plexi discs. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Was there one by Steve Vai called something song? Yeah, It was. Yeah, the Attitude song. Attitude song. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I did a cover of that. I should play that. We listen. We listen to that incessantly. That that flexi disc. Put a little a quarter on the, the little round thing. Where it oh, says man. Some, Put the coin there. Yeah, I love that song.
1: I will do. I'll do that. Tonight's uh, ending song will be that song. As a matter of fact, I did a very cool cover of that. I hope I did a good cover. You can
2: tell me. I remember I wrote a riff when I was that age after I got an acoustic guitar and it's basically that riff. <laughs> I <I've forgotten> <laughs> You stole that one completely? Basically, yeah. Ding,
3: ding, ding, ta-ding, ding, ding, ta-ding, ding, 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 ding.
2: Not in that time signature. So on and off beat one. is
1: yeah. all it is, except that he does double time with it, which kind of really screws up with your head because it's always on time.
2: Yeah, okay. I see and, what
1: And uh, it's really weird. And uh, at least now, when he plays it live, it's double time. When he did it on the album, it was more... Bent. <laughs> oh i see <laughs> okay and it was always that extra kick that became the one where right. it was done and that was the one afterwards and then we would get off and go back on i love that song
0: and
2: that's when that's he's
1: creative like yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then it starts to follow you know they don't go back to the creative juices they go for what can get me the most income this year yeah i hate that
2: hey ferd hey kevin
1: can i borrow a quarter from you please Thank you. I'm just going to put it in this little device right here.
2: Okay. I've been doing some pew-pew-pewing this week, Kev. Well, then, did you wipe? Surprise! (laughs) Surprise! Surprise! I was playing a game on the Atari 2600. Really? Yes, I was. Can you believe it? Nope, not at all. It's it's a game called Gravatar. is actually a uh, uh, arcade game that Atari put out in 1982. Yeah, and then they put it out on the 2683. It was mail order only in 1983, so it was a super rare game. Sort of like my first but, bride. Yeah, and then they uh, released it later on uh, to stores, but uh, oh. I think it was too late for anybody to really to care because it was the late 80s. But it's hard game. It's a very hard game. Uh, it looks it in the arcade. It was a uh, vector game, but of course the now, TV is, is not a vector. It's a raster. What does that all mean? Vector and raster. Vector is just lines, and I don't know the what <laughs> technical does that mean? definition. You know, uh, asteroids when basically everything is just made up of lines. No. Or tempest. Yeah, that's what vector is. Raster is just regular graphics that you see on the like NES or Atari.
1: Regular filtering oh, okay, okay, graphics okay, okay. Yeah. And
2: Vector's more detailed, like a t- uh, Activision game. No. Oh. Activision's also raster. Um. The Vect- Vectrex is a Vector system. Anyway, it's fun, it's hard, I like it. What's your game? No, don't quit! I'm not- I don't have anything else to say. I gotta save it for my show, Kevin. Oh my god. The Atari Game by Game podcast, which will be out next Wednesday. Yeah, the good Lord willing and the crick don't rise. <laughs> My game was Carmageddon Max
1: Damage. Okay. Do you know that one? I'm not sure if I know what Carmageddon is. Carmageddon came back originally... Uh, let me think about it while the page loads. 1997 was the original game. This was a Vectress, Comp Dress, Dress, Digressing game. What? And uh, Well, it has to do with lines and squares, I don't know any of this stuff. It's a (laughs) a vehicular combat game. Okay. And it was later ported to other platforms like... um, uh, Also, it was inspired by a 1975 cult movie, Death Race 2000.
2: Oh, okay.
1: And that's how this game came about. It was published by Interplay and SCI and produced by Stainless Games. Now in 2011... Stainless Games obtained the rights for Carmageddon and then just went nuts with it. They bought it from Square Enix in Europe. But basically, I have the original game, and I can't believe how crappy the original game is. It comes with this game that I downloaded, the uh, Carmageddon Max Damage. And the the object of the game is to run over as many people as you can, run over as many cows, dogs, and sheep. And uh, crash into your buddies, you get a whole bunch of points for getting uh, different parts of your car, guns, and then uh, you can shoot out uh, mines, and they call it mine farting, where you toot them out the back, and um, (laughs) oil spills, silent but deadly gas releases, it's awesome, and it's such a cool game, and it's fun to play, and it was cheap. It was mindless fun, is always good. Mindless fun is always great, and this is definitely Sometimes
2: you need that, yeah.
1: Uh, I used to have the TDR 2000, which came out in 2000. That was the game that was really fun to play. Okay. But uh, this, this version that I have, uh, the download came with the original game on there, too. Right. And it actually operates in an old DOS fake format. So it's like <laughs> set up like DOS. And right. you have to get it to play that way. So, But it's a, it was a fun game. I really like it. Good. I'm glad you liked it. Well, Fergie, it's time now for the end song for the night. Uh, Okay. I did that in Tim Conway E's. We, we did? Yeah. All right. I found a treasure house of music. The sound engineer is ready. The musicians are set. Now examined and found flawless, it is recorded for you by the world's greatest artist. That's right. The greatest artist tonight, of course, is myself again. We mentioned early that we were talking about the Attitude song. So here's a clip of that song that I will play for you tonight. Nice. I did this drums, guitars, bass. Real bass this time. Cool. In case you question. All right. Here All right. Go. You'll hear the rest of it at the end of the show here tonight. Very cool. What's cool is is doing what Steve I does, which is double tracking. You know, he'd uh, triple track your voice or whatever to sound like Queen, yeah, or the Beatles. Steve I would do that with his guitar solos. He would triple track, yeah, or whatever. And I did that. Oh, that was fun. And Very it, nice, it, it, Kevin. It sounds good. Thank you. And uh, it's so fun to do that too. Um, you can't mess up when you do that too, because if you mess up, one of them sounds like crap. <laughs> <laughs> then you got to figure out which one it was. Yeah. So thank you again for another show. Yes, um, thank you. Thank you guys for asking your questions. Thank you, Ferg. And as you know, it is time to go. So instead of me asking you, Ferg, I'm going to sing to you.
0: Won't you please join us next time says...
2: <laughs> What do you say, Ferg? You're gonna need a notion Calamine lotion. (laughs) Say a prayer for Fergie Zitches. No, you don't need to say a prayer for that.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get to push that through the whole show.
2: Uh.
1: (laughs) All right, thank you, buddy. Zerbinator's music and podcasts are under the Creative Commons license, which allows retelling and rebroadcasting
0: as long as the author is notified and credited. For more great escape pods, please
3: visit www.zerbinator.wordpress.com. If you would like to contact Land, you can send an email to instrumentally at gmail.com or give us a call at 571-408-ZERB or 9372.